What's up, everybody? Um, I wanted to add to what I was talking about in the last episode because it's it's something it's something that I'm still working on, and uh, this is gonna be more vlog based, my experience based. Um, because one of the things I've really learned over the past couple of years is that sometimes the experience and intuition that you 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 get on something is not quite what you think it is because your your constructs of your mind or your your sorry well it is true, true technically the constructs of your mind but your your paradigms or your thoughts about something are interfering with the signal you're getting about life or whatever it is. Um, so you, so what ends up happening is that you get, and the way that it was explained to me pretty well, actually, there was a video from Actualize.org, which was more of a blog-type video as well in some ways. It was just going into what he was doing in his you know, the evolution of his channel and stuff like this was the no- difference, the noise to signal ratio. And it was really something that I was thinking about because it's like you you can look at somebody's content and you can set, tell there's a signal being sent there, but sometimes the noise can overrule the signal. And sometimes I get so, like, you know, you can see, like, with people when they get, like, are annoyed or frustrated or are getting tired of, like, the same cliched truths, like, cliched sayings that people say, and then you you start recording based on this. Um, the point was still accurate, but sometimes it gets lost in translation because of the noise, right? Just to, to give you one basic example of how this works. And so oftentimes what happens is that the experience can be mistranslated because there's a lot of old uh, misled uh, belief systems that you had from the past. Or maybe you, you read a bunch of things and that misleads you based on certain experiences you've had at the time <clears throat> and then you only look back and you go oh that's why that was that way and that's you know that was not necessarily the correct way um and you know one of the things i've, I've uh, really noticed it's, it's a really interesting thing you may notice it yourself sometimes if you look again at something um if you're reading something is that you get a certain sort of uh, feeling from it. Like, not an emotion, but like a certain kind of... Uh, I guess the closest word would be vibe, but it's not quite the right word. Because vibe is really just another word for emotion that seems to come from your environment. Like, if you... You know, you've if you've heard that expression, you you could cut tension with a knife, you know, that kind of thing, right? Um, <clears throat> the 
but this is not necessarily the same thing in the same way. It feels a little bit more like, uh, different in that way. And sometimes you can look at this and go, well, maybe this is what is the true feeling versus the false, right? Maybe it isn't. And so you look at it from that point for a second, and then you you see something else, and you look at it from that, but it, but it looks false because you look at the f- true feeling of something. It's hard to explain because it is is a very abstract to- topic, but you get the false feeling. You think it's a false feeling where it's not necessarily a false feeling, um, because you have had. Um, understandings or awakenings or insights that you misunderstood or whatever because the signal was maybe lost in the noise or because you had had paradigms that have gotten in the way of you truly understanding what the signal was saying. And so when when I say this, that experience doesn't necessarily equal truth, what I'm talking about is this. Uh... Especially, I'm talking about intuition. Um, like if you're if you're looking at something, or if you're touching something, it is true that is that that isn't technically true, but it is helpful. But sometimes you can get lost in the uh, misrepresented or misunderstood intuitions because you have a paradigm lock. Or not even necessarily paradigm lock. Sometimes you, you know, like to give an example of how this can kind of work, right? Sometimes you can get a paradigm from your parents about something. Um, this isn't necessarily going to be, well, that is actually typically what happens. Um, but you usually get a paradigm from your parents or from society or whatever. And so when you're doing this kind of work and when you're like looking at what's happening, you're starting to see like the uh, the edges of the paradigm f- fray away. It like starts to unravel. But you don't know at first if that's because the paradigm is wrong or, or it's it, just some parts of it are wrong. And then you find out that probably most of it is wrong. <laughs> Honestly, um, you know, I've always said that like ninety nine percent of the popular opinions are often wrong. And when I mean wrong, I don't mean morally wrong. I mean mistaken. Like there's a lot of misunderstanding about things. Um, and I'm not innocent of this. You know, you have to become aware of the possibility that the people you're listening to do not understand themselves because this noise to signal ratio is is a going closer to noise than signal so the noise to signal ratio is a very interesting understanding that you might want to look at when you're looking at somebody or when you're looking at your own work because there's a lot of things that influence the signal you're getting. Because the signal itself is, is uh, I, would, I would say that probably the signal is true, right? And 
But the problem isn't that in in most cases, what I've noticed is that the nick the signal is uh. So what does this mean first before I get into that? Because that will take a little while. So this the the signal is like the message itself, the absolute message, maybe from like your intuitions or whatever. The noise is maybe like paradigms that are misunderstanding the signal or like ego constructions or whatever it might be that are misunderstanding or misrepresenting the signal that's being delivered. And so 99 times out of 100, well, I won't say that. Well, it depends, honestly. In the beginning, it's definitely that high. Um, you will notice that this, that the signal was you know mixed up, and you think you thought you you probably would think it was the signal's fault when it wasn't. It was the noise, the signal ratio. The noise gets kind of confusing. It confuses everything, and so you have to be able to make that distinction. <clears throat> and so when I'm saying that experience doesn't always equal truth. I'm talking about what happens when experience is misunderstood and misdealt with, not dealt with properly. There are arguments too about like how experience is necessarily true. Um, Sometimes that's true too, but most of the time the big problem is actually that we misunderstand experience or we misunderstand intuition as well. Because intuition is not, you know, it's not like you're getting... Uh, a direct like 6,000 word page document as an intuition it's like a very quick very uh, very short thing that happens it was like a five word document right it's, often, it's not even that really it's more like a boom you just you just get hit with it. Um, <clears throat> but in reality, the the intuition is... Well, it's like the expression... I don't know if you've heard this expression. Garbage in, garbage out, right? You, you get... If you're surrounded by garbage input... You know, false information or bad sources or... Just a lot of noise. You will get what you what you end up getting is a lot of noise. You will won't really get a whole lot of signal going on there. There will be some signal maybe, but not a lot, right? Um, and so the kernels of truth, if there is any, are going to be very hard to find at that point because the the noise is drown, drowning out everything else. Um, so, when you're looking at your experience, when you're looking at your intuitions especially, you have to be careful not to try to... Uh, you have to be careful that when you are getting these intuitions that they that your paradigms don't 
overly influence what the what the intuition is saying and that you actually try to as much as possible from scratch make words out of the intuition as much as possible and then later on you can maybe add to that and find out if that's actually what's really going on and things like this um because oftentimes you will find that the mind will kind of misinterpret what is being said, what is being delivered. It's kind of an interesting thing. You would think that experience as well would be the same thing, but it's not always that simple. Um, you know, like the good example of, of that is context, like I've t- talked about before. That you could have that, that person, you know, when we were talking about context in that episode hell did I call it? I forget. I don't know what I called it. I'll look it up later and put it in the description. But um, if I remember, which I probably won't remember. But I was talking about like this guy who was shouting at another guy, right? At first, you would think that this guy was the aggressor, right? You would think this guy was a bad guy. But then you find out that this the guy that was being shouted at was a sex offender. And... He was being seen with with his daughter, with the other guy's daughter, and he was not, you know, he was concerned about that. And he tried to talk to him peacefully at first and things like this until it escalated to what you're now seeing. But you don't have that context, and so you don't see that, right? And then I added more context by saying, well, what if the sex offender was not actually as bad as... It sounds because not all sex offenders are necessarily, you know, pedophilic in this way. Sometimes they get mischarged because, like, let's say you're in love with somebody who is 16 or 17 or whatever, and their their dad or whatever finds you two together and charge and gets you charged for statutory rape or whatever. That kind of thing could happen as possible, right? And so that changes that as well. You start going, oh, God, I feel if you feel sorry for this poor guy, whatever, you know, there could be that thing going on. So this thing, you, you don't, <clears throat> oftentimes experience has to be seen with the proper context. You don't really know what that context is sometimes, not always, but the the thing that you're seeing itself is is what you're seeing, right? And you're you're seeing somebody shout at somebody else, but oftentimes we have to we usually interpret what we're seeing. We're saying, oh, this guy is the aggressor, this guy is the asshole, or whatever, and then that creates uh, a misunderstanding of what's really going on here, right? creates demonizations. It's one of the reasons why misunderstandings are so common. It's impossible to really understand something once you start to judge it and demonize it and not see it properly. It's it's very dark. It's very, uh, it can get very dark too. Like you could be, let's say you're two nations and you are, let's say, let's say you're, there's two diplomats or whatever that are discussing the trade or whatever between these two nations. And 
you know, there's no real way of communication like we have here, right? There's no television, there's no uh, internet, there's no uh, direct communication that you, you know, normally you, you would just send a text message or a WhatsApp or whatever, and it would take it like a second or so to get there, right? But in this world, there is none of that. There's none of this technology that we have. You have to go everywhere with horses or horse-drawn carriages or you have to walk or whatever. And so you are meeting on trade relations or whatever. And let's say you finalize this deal together. And three months go by and everything's going fine until eventually something happens to stop the trading from this one nation. The other nation might get pissed, might get annoyed and say, what the hell is going on here? We need this or we need that. But what they didn't, you know, and so they went, maybe they went to war for whatever reason, right? And then they found out later that the trade, the caravan carrying the trade was captured by bandits or something, right? Something crazy like that. That that can happen, right? I guarantee you that wars have started over less. Um, because people... It's very simple. It's very easy for people to come to conclusions based on the literal that they see and they understand. And that's what we're dealing with, really, when we're dealing with the media and when we're dealing with people on Twitter is that we're seeing the very same thing here going on. Uh, in In many cases, right? But, yeah, it is what it is. Um, so, you have to become aware of this possibility of contacts. So, contacts when dealing with experience, you know, like, hearing things, seeing things, whatever it is. Um, looking at looking on th- at things online, some kind of article or whatever. Maybe you're, you're seeing it wrong. Maybe the person who wrote the article is seeing it wrong. Uh, and the end with intuitions the noise right the paradigms the other context <laughs> um, it's all about context honestly context is probably one of the most important things that we have to change our minds because if we understand the context of why somebody believes what they do we can understand okay that that explains why and that explains everything that explains what's going on here and things like this right so anyways um hope you enjoyed this episode and i will talk to you in the next episode